Hey, good morning and welcome to Coffee with Keeler. It's 747. That's why we play Jet Airliner by the Steve Miller Band to start off our uh, podcast. Um, again, we are sponsored this morning by Professional Mapping and Surveying LLC. Thank you, Randy and Lori Dybert. We have a guest appearance today. He's Mr. Sitting Keeler. a long ways away, too. I yeah. think he's scared. Mr. Keeler, would you like to introduce our guest star today? Sure. By, by popular demand here, we got uh, everybody's favorite, Mr. Leitenberg. Yay! The Good morning, guys. Good morning. Wild. Good morning. I'm happy to be here. Hey, before we get going, happy Veterans Day. Happy Observed Veterans yeah, Day. Thank yeah. you. Thank, thank you for, for everything service. you've done. Appreciate that. Did you do anything special yesterday? I actually have two high school friends that have called me for the last 25 years on Veterans Day. Oh, wow. Um, it's actually really, uh, it's, it's nice. It's, yeah. it, I look forward to their conversations, you know, when they call me. Um, that's all we really did. We didn't go out to eat. We didn't do, sometimes we do something special for Veterans Day, but we just got done hosting my folks and my nephews. So we needed a, we needed a break in the house from, yeah. from, uh, from all the activity. Is that the only time you talk to those guys each year? Yeah, like a three-hour conversation a once each year. Um, no, but it's kind of rare that I talk to them. You know, it's I actually have recordings from past years when they call. And I leave it saved on my voicemail because it's so funny to hear them, you know, go off in their appreciation. It's not even sarcastic, but it's just it's just comical, you know. So it's good. Fun. Yeah. Cool. So you are known for being fill in the blank, Mr. Leidenberg. What would you say you're known for in conversations? A fairly loud voice. Okay. Possibly extending. Fairly, fairly loud. Fairly loud. <laughs> I'm a linger. I, I love to linger. Yeah, why do you think that is? I'm pretty social. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I think your heart for people comes out in wanting to just carry on the conversation. Yeah, my kids uh, will get frustrated when I go into a... Uh, grocery store or something and I you know I find somebody or somebody approaches me and we talk for a while and they're like let's get going on the grocery shopping or yeah, something yeah. else so everything they, takes they're a, used I'll, to it now though yeah. <laughs> do you ever s- again do you ever send them off to get um, the grocery list items while you talk <laughs> hey since we're sitting here you, you might as well go and grab I don't know the Cheerios or go get the milk or as they've gotten older, yeah, I can yeah, give sure. that responsibility to them. Otherwise, they come back with the Oreos because mm-hmm, they think mm-hmm. the milk goes with the Oreos. There you go. It's <laughs> a great breakfast. The, the ongoing joke was we only needed one question for you because you talked for 17 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I've been told that. I can, I can fill in some time. I've been told that. Oh, I, love, I love that about you. I would like to fill in that blank, though, knowing Mr. Leitenberg a little bit. Um, one of the nicest, caring guys you could ever meet. He would do anything for anybody, and you guys know that if you've had him in your class. Leitenberg also cares with a K. 
Oh, yeah. With the K. With the K. With the K. Gloves. With the K. So we've got, uh, we've got one of your golfers here. And uh, McMurdo and I sat down last week after Coffee with Curly. Coffee with Curly. 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 Coffee with Curly. Coffee with Curly. Good morning. <laughs> got my hair curly. And uh, we thought about yeah, a handful of uh, questions. And I think McBurnett has one surrounding pre-conference. Oh, yeah, last year. I think it was pre-conference at Custer when we pulled over and go to that lake because Jesse wanted to jump into the lake off the bridge. And you did a pretty memorable thing on that bridge as well. To celebrate the victory, I believe. Is that a question or a statement? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think I know what you did. Let's, uh, let's let the listeners know what, uh, what sort of celebratory response did Mr. Leitenberg have. Uh, I've never been afraid um, when it comes to... So it was a good like water yeah. and and I have respect for water, but I love I love water. Okay, I was a I was a lifeguard. I was in the Navy. Mm -hmm. I've done some some uh, pretty exciting things around water. Exciting. But um, so the boys wanted to pull off, and I knew where this spot was because I've I've done it in the past, yeah. in the last few years. Um, so I knew the environment was going to be safe. So they were all jumping off this bridge and I have to do a backflip off the bridge. So did you guys see anybody see that coming out of him? No. Backflip. And what was, uh, was it good? Belly flop? Oh, yeah, yeah. Clean, clean landing? It was good. Feet first. I was impressed. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you gave it a number, one out of ten, are you, what are you thinking? It's got to be at least like a strong nine. Yeah. Oh, oh, look at that. Impressive. Look at that. <laughs> Sounds like it wasn't your first flip. No. Off it wasn't. Water. The only it reason wasn't. it's not a ten, the splash is a little big. So it wasn't <laughs> straight up and down. You know? <laughs> This is getting Olympic little, level little, little, angle. little angle when he went in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Has anybody else, anybody flippers in here? Backflip? I can't, no. <laughs> I can't even not swim. Not off the ground. So. Not off the ground. I, can't. I, I always like to try. It usually doesn't end yeah. well, though. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Like, do you go into part of the flip and then do the flail and then... Yeah, like, you need a, I think it's like lack of commitment. Like talk yeah. So, which, you know, maybe goes to other parts of my <laughs> life, Nicole's too. Thanks, <laughs> Um, so you're a golfer, golf coach. Um, do you have any any stories surrounding that? Maybe best round, worst round. Have you won any prizes? Any I don't know, cash prizes, cars. This I really don't know. Cars. I mean, I don't. Know. Um. Yeah, I enjoy a good round of golf. I probably am borderline um, addicted. So when I have maybe some free time, I might sneak out of the house without letting anybody know and, and go have some quiet time. Yeah. <laughs> um, golfing is kind of my sanctuary. You know, that's my, that's, uh, you know, I get some good meditation. I get to be out there mm -hmm. with uh, Mother Nature and the environment. But I also like to golf socially with friends, but 
Um, best round. I don't know. I've had some rounds. I've actually never shot technically 18 holes of par. So I've never shot a 72. You've always been under. <laughs> yeah, there you, go. there you go. There you go. Um, you know, this is ethical. I can't I lie. Time, I you know, there is on. no mulligan. There's golfers understand when what a mulligan is or like a redo is, and you know, a re I can't do that. You know. Yeah, I did a redo on a paper once. <laughs> but uh, I've had some good rounds for sure. Um, I've won a few pin prizes, but nothing, you know. <laughs> pin prizes are longest putt or longest drive or closest to the pin, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's fun. I've been out with Leidenberg. He's got a heck of a drive. In fact, uh, I went out with him a couple years ago, and I decided I was never going out with him again. He's way too good for me. Now, now let's get yeah. this. I let, can't even hang with him. That's so. that's wrong. Let's get <laughs> let's let's get this something on on uh, you know recorded here. Um, anybody can golf with me. Now it can be a little uncomfortable for some people. <laughs> no, it can be. I've golfed with really good golfers. <laughs> no, no it I'm can, gonna place it there, and sure enough, there it lands. It can be uncomfortable when you're. Even I've been uncomfortable with really, really good golfers. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and you're you're not you're just struggling, or you're just not on top of your game. But um, hopefully, when you're doing that, you're not competing against each other. You're always competing against yourself. Okay. Now it's hard though when you're competitive, and you're getting you know, um, you're looking at where you are and somebody else is playing. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I want to extend the invitation <laughs> back to you. It's not a competition between me and I you, know, man. Yeah, it's not. It's and it's you're out there. To, welcoming. You're it's welcoming. It's that. it's about having fun. And what's weird about golf, though, is that you know you want to. There's a rule that I learned a few years ago that you don't try to offer help until someone asks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. I've yeah, seen the, I've seen the golfer, like constantly, constantly keep on giving advice. Mm -hmm. And it's like that person doesn't even want your advice. Yeah. They're already frustrated. Mm -hmm. In one ear, out the other. Yeah. There could be a, I feel like there's quite a few life lessons maybe wrapped <clears throat> up into that as far as you're not competing against the other golfers, you're competing against yourself. Golf is a very mental game. And then we've all been in a situation where advice has been extended and you're just like, who are you to tell me? Like, what? And so... Yeah, any words of wisdom surrounding that, even? Yeah, it's over the years, it, it takes a while to understand when somebody wants wants your help. Sure. You know? You gotta want it to actually truly believe it nice. and, and put it into practice. Mm -hmm. But uh, golf is <laughs> it's frustrating because it's so technical and one way it looks you think you're doing something in another way you don't. Yeah. Mr. Tyer, please come to the office. I got to keep these answers short. Yeah, no, that's great. That's great. So you want to ask him number nine, maybe switch out. Um, I mean, this, this next question is a great follow-up. Uh, I think maybe both of them. Yeah. Okay. You teach geometry every day. Is there anything that you, that you have learned from your students? Oh, I learned something from students every day. Every day. 
Um, and I think if you're if you're uh, if you're open to it, there's there's something you can learn in every situation. Kind of that like that Zen mind, beginner mind. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. but um, there's there's nobody has all the answers. Nobody knows it all. You can you can learn a lot from. I learn stuff from my four year old every day. He teaches me life lessons. Yeah. So if you're open to it. You're learning all the time. Should we throw maybe Sweet. a few examples? Mr. Lettenberg's nodding as, as Keeler's talking, so it seems like you're on the same page. Um, there, any specific examples, even like from your four-year-old? Like, well, don't touch the hot stove. My, my like, four-year-old is <laughs> constantly reminding me what life is all about. We get so caught up in, in our schedule and our routine and wanting to do stuff on our time. Yeah. Um, forget the little things you know just mm-hmm. to be there for people and love people and help people and he's reminding me of that every day I get a little selfish sometimes and nice puts me in my place which I think needs to happen I'm, I'm guessing Leidenberg would say the same thing yeah I mean I think kids actually make you a better teacher um, because you're you're uh, you're exactly doing what Mr. Keeler is saying, um, you're learning from them and you're, you're trying to teach them a few things, but when you actually um, reflect on it, they're actually teaching you a lot of patience, a lot of things that are, what is the really important thing, um, keep it simple, you know. Uh, <laughs> people <laughs> whispering, yeah, yeah. <laughs> filling up coffee. Keep it simple, stupid. Oh, Love it. It's a great. I mean, that's. Sorry. I say kiss a lot. Yeah. In yeah. in golf, and in what I teach. Sure. Because they want to overcomplicate it. Yeah. Yeah. We got a quiet bunch, fellas. What what questions do we have for Mr. Keeler for Mr. Lightenburn? Um, I got one for Lattenberg. I've been wondering this for a long time. Ladies question. Yeah. So, so Mr. Lattenberg, you, uh, you're a shop teacher. You're around <coughs> heavy equipment or tools, stuff all day. You're always doing something. You're a driver's ed teacher. Do you have a death wish? <laughs> and how many times have you been to the ER? Like, seriously, how many times have you been to the ER? For, like, for his accidents? Or like, for any accident. He's always working on something, yeah. if, if you know Mr. Leidenberg. He's always doing something. Yeah, grab a seat. And I, I've Hot seen back. some semi-nasty injuries. <laughs> I'm curious how many other ones there yeah, are. Yeah, he was telling us he rammed his finger with a drill bit. Yeah, that was last year, wasn't it? That was an ER trip. Yeah. So there's one. I've been to the ER <laughs> twice in my life. Wow. Really? Um, That's expecting a lot more. Twice. Uh, yeah, last year um, or two years ago, I injured myself with probably one of the most simplest, safest tools. Um, it wasn't a saw. I actually drilled my finger with a very aggressive brad point bit which actually has three spurs um a lot of technicalities here <laughs> I remember spurs brad yeah that's how it sounds very yeah. aggressive like it is yeah um i was f- fearful that i tore like a ligament or something it's a podcast so you can't see the scar but 
yeah. That's um, why you show up and listen to it live because now we get to see the scar. Yeah. We'll, get, we'll get a picture that's, of that. Yeah, we got to post that. Yeah. That's, that's the that's... thumbnail for this. Episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the only other emergency room um, trip was I I had some heat exhaustion, almost heat stroke, and Danielle, um, my wife. She, she, she recognized the, the signs. I wasn't even aware of it because I was almost delirious. Oh. Um, and so we went to the ER and kind of got me some fluids and cooled my body down. That was 13, 14 years ago, before kids. Hmm. Um, You're all nonchalant about that, but that's... I mean, that's yeah, a pretty serious ER visit. Uh, it's kind of, I mean, I don't want to say that I was embarrassed that I allowed it to happen, but, um, yeah. Sure. Yeah. It was, I'll try to keep it short, um, before kids. <laughs> keep it simple, keep it short. <laughs> we, uh, keep it short. <laughs> we had a U-Haul full of our life, you know, stuff. Collectibles. And... My wife was gone with the car, and I was unloading the U-Haul into two storage units. Um, and I'm, I never ask for help. I just don't ask for help that often. I could have called some... This is before I was going to school. I was a teacher here at Spearfish. But I had some friends in Spearfish. But I'm just, I just don't like to... I think I can do it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and I overextended myself going in and out... And yeah. into that hot, it was probably a hundred degree day, uh, which meant inside the U-Haul and the and, storage units, and the, yeah. yeah, carrying heavy yeah. stuff, and, and no wind. Yeah. yeah, it was, yeah, it was one of those survival moments. It was not good. Dang. So I've uh, seen my wife have that after a race. That is a scary thing to yeah. to witness. Yeah. So, but to answer your first question, I'm comfortable in the uncomfortable. I am. You know, some people are such worry, worry, freak out, control freaks that they can't handle the unknown of someone driving a vehicle. And I'm actually really comfortable with it. Um, and I'm comfortable with people uh, with very dangerous, you know, equipment that could hurt themselves or hurt me. So you're very trusting. Oh, yeah. Is what I'm hearing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd have my foot on that brake. The whole time. Just riding, riding <laughs> waiting for it, riding it. <clears throat> oh, Break check. Break check. So as you're driving, um, you drive a lot for golf meets. Yep. And um, seems like there, there's different styles of listening to the radio. Do you do you do you I, go with one station? No. no. <laughs> Never. No. <laughs> I can't. I cannot stand. Um, yeah, I'm just a flipper, man. Until I find something, I'll the flip surf. it. Yeah. And then I'm like, if you guys want something different, you better get yourself your your aux cord, yeah. and you better take control. Yeah. But 99% of the kids in a vehicle, there's not a lot of conversation. They all have their headphones on, and they're all in their own little bubble. So I'm like, well, if they're all in their own bubble mm -hmm. and I don't have my headphones on, mm -hmm. I'm going to try to find a sports station. And I'll listen to static, you know. Um, That's probably why you got your headphones in. But I just, <laughs> I just, 
<laughs> oh no, they have their headphones on before they even get in the in the yeah. vehicle. Oh, you know? here we go. Oh, <laughs> I wish I had XM radio. Sure. XM radio would be awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'm always trying to find that better station. Yeah. And it's hard to find a good station across the state of South Dakota. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or a Plus, station yeah. in some yeah. places. Wow, that was uh that was fast. Um Hey, join us next week, 747, right back in Mr. Uh, Keeler's room for Coffee with Keeler. We'll do, uh, per usual, a off-the-air question when we get off, um, off the podcast. We'll get you on the spot. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.